Hello, my name is Dallas McGuan, and this is my fourth podcast episode for EDBE 3053, Section 3, Second Language Acquisition. Today, I will be discussing my thoughts on the article, Myths and Misconceptions About Second Language Learning, What Every Teacher Needs to Unlearn by Barry McLaughlin. We will be looking at the fourth myth in the article titled, Children Have Acquired a Second Language Once They Can Speak It. This myth addresses the misconception that once students are comfortable communicating with their second language in a casual conversation, they have successfully acquired that language. This, however, is not the case as language acquisition goes far beyond casual social conversations. One of the biggest aspects that English language learners have to overcome is not only understanding the rules of the second language they're learning, but they have to build a large vocabulary and understanding at the same time in a quick place. Pace. Students whose first language is English have a longer, longer period of learning the rules of English, and once that is accomplished, they're slowly building their vocabulary and knowledge. Students whose first language in English have years before they get into kindergarten, and even once they are in the younger grades, they're able to slowly build learning the letters and the sounds of the letters, and then on top of that, Slowly, they're adding numbers and other, you know, history, science, other academic social skills on top of learning the English language. They slowly have a gradual increase. English language learners, depending on what age that they start learning their second language of English, they are thrown into having to learn the rules of the language and the letters and the sounds and basic things at the same time as learning science and history and math and other academic concepts at the same time. And they are just given a huge disadvantage of being tasked of learning both English language and academic language at the same time. These English language learners are tasked with this huge challenge of learning both the casual language and the academic language and having to learn at such a fast pace and quick speed. And then another hurdle that English language learners have to leap over is understanding abstract academic content concepts without the background knowledge and experiences to build on. And this causes a barrier and learning slower learning process for English language learners. Um, abstract concepts such as Egypt and the pyramids and science and photosynthesis and things that it's hard for English language learners to abstractly picture and understand in the big scope of things. English language learners don't have the same cultural experiences and exposure, seeing these things on television or um, posters or hearing older siblings talk about these concepts. They'll have a little bit of background knowledge, but English language learners are just thrown into it with possibly no knowledge of these things. And they're having to, again, not only understand cultural references and knowledge, but also learn the English language and then also learn academic language. At this point, they have three levels of things that they're trying to balance at once. And it just shows the um, struggles that they have to go through and the barriers they have to jump over that aren't the same for native English speakers. 
The article continues to explain this misconception, and it speaks on a linguistic facade where children appear to be fluent in their second language because of their oral skills, while they have not yet mastered other aspects of the language. This article talks about um, how students people think that they oh yes they know the second language because they can speak it so that means that they know it but that is not the case there's so much more to language there's reading and writing and grammatical structures and punctuation and all of these aspects that just because you can speak it does not mean that you know it and it will if students are forced to jump over those things they are going to fall behind in the future and then as the article continues in this section of this misconception, they explains what teachers can do to help avoid this misconception and make sure that this myth does not happen in the school. Um, those working with English language learners should be cautious when having students leave a program where their native language is being used to support their academic language. Because if students are forced into English speaking, English only speaking classrooms, they can fall behind on their academic progress and become overwhelmed and unmotivated to continue. If students are excelling in their classroom that uses both their native language and English, if they're excelling academically and they're building their confidence, they're growing and they're thinking, I'm good at school, I'm good at reading and I like math, math is easy for me and they're building this confidence and they're forced to leave this learning environment that is good for them too soon and forced into English only speaking classroom and they realize they don't have the knowledge to back it up. They can start feeling defeated and not as successful as their classmates, lowering their self-esteem, lowering their, their um, confidence, which can make them develop anxious feelings towards education and academics and subjects that they once enjoyed and had fun with and even having them feel anxious towards learning the English language and sort of resent it as well. Um, the article then continues to explain that teachers should not have students leave programs due to their oral language skills alone. And this shows teachers the importance of assessing students' language acquisition in all aspects, such as their writing skills, their understanding of writing concepts, print concepts, and their reading skills and understanding grammatical concepts and um, their reading skills and reading level. And it also shows the importance of all of these areas of language learning, having to having exposure to oral language, reading language, and writing of the English language to help students have an easier time acquire this language. It really shows the importance of all three aspects of the English language and the importance of students being exposed at a young age, as soon as they are ready to learn the English language, they get all three instead of just oral or reading or writing. It's in a three-tier system. Um, and then as the article comes to a close, or this section of the article comes to a close, it has an emphasis on the fact that once again, we are shown that language acquisition does not have an easy blueprint to follow, that it is different for all students in all cases, depending on their age, where they came from, their motivation to learn English, their home background, and it should all be tailored to that student's best academic performance and progress, as well as an emphasis that language acquisition does not happen 
in a year or two. It is not a speedy racetrack for students to just race on and head to English only as fast as you can because they might seem that they're ready for English only, but then later on as they're getting these harder academic concepts and they are struggling in the English, the grammatical areas, they don't have the reading and writing skills to back it up. They fall behind and they're not reaching their full potential. Um, this section of the article has shown me once again the importance of introducing all aspects of the, of the English language to learners and not only focusing on one such as oral or reading or writing alone. It has shown me once again the importance of introducing all three aspects to students as soon as you can. In addition, this section of the article has shown me the importance of teachers being educated on how language learning and acquisition works, how it happens, what it looks like, what it looks like for different ages, different experiences, and the importance of teachers to stay constantly up to date on the struggles and the feelings of English language learners and just putting yourself in their shoes and how would, how would it happen learning academic language and English language at the same time. Um, I enjoyed reading this article. I enjoy reading more and more of this article and learning about different misconceptions in language acquisition. Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast, and I hope you have a great day.